0: Breakfast puppies?
1: This podcast contains adult language and content and is meant for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. You're listening to The Glitter Boys. Continuing our dive into the Rifter magazine and, by proxy, the history of Palladium books, which is really why I'm here. Really, I thought I was here because of your sweet dulcet tones and your funny sense of comedy and your love of Palladium games. I
0: I, I prefer the term buttery buttery <laughs> tones. <laughs> no, I, I I find I find the evolution of of Palladium games fascinating. I, I find the everything from MechaNoids on you know i th- i think most of the people who who truly love role playing have entertained at least at some time the idea of being a game designer and to to see that and to cuz kevin gives you access that no one else does into in his thoughts he 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 he's so prolific he just blurts it out ev- everywhere these are my thoughts this is and i i think that's that's what i love about going through all this this old stuff
1: i agree i do love this insight into the mind of kevin the history of the time and just seeing mm-hmm. all these notes of like what's coming soon and what's ca- canceled
0: yeah <laughs> speaking of which i didn't mention it on the last one but uh at the very end in the uh in the rifters there's the uh the the buy you know the the list and we'll talk more about that later but uh robotech dropped off
1: oh, you mean the checklist
0: yeah interesting do you mean in this one or no i actually went back and checked it was in two i think oh because it wasn't uh. in three either Oh, anyway, by the way, we're, we're on <laughs> Rifter 4, and I completely hijacked that, and I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> Rifter number 4, RPG Guide and Megaverse Sourcebook. And just to note, this one came out in
0: October of 1998. So you have a physical copy in front of you. Um, I, I have the download from mm-hmm. uh, DriveThruRPG. So it it doesn't show a full page, just the way my monitor set up. So I'm looking at it, page one, and what I see is what looks like a ballerina being violated in a hentai tentacle porn way. But I scroll down and I get this beautiful Hieronymus Bosch kind of hellscape at, at the bottom of the cover. Yeah, like there's there's a lot of faces doing a lot of things. At the bottom of it, it's a very busy cover. And I didn't like it when I only saw the top. I was like, what is this? And then I scrolled in and I'm like, that's a good cover. That That looks really good.
1: Now I do recognize at least one creature from this book, and if you the, the right side thing that looks like a horse doing the can can, but with a weird mutant reptile spiky head, uh-huh. that I know is from Palladium Fantasy. I forget the name of the creature, but I know it is it is from Palladium Fantasy, and it is in their Monsters
0: and Animals book. I like the scared bat pigman, also on the right. Scared bat pigman. Oh. <laughs> He's my favorite. What am I doing here, guys? (laughs) What am
1: I? Where's my God now? (laughs) I thought this was going to be punch and pie.
0: (laughs) Uh, Anyway, Rifter number four. Like, like most Rifters, this starts out with a, uh, a a blurb from, from Kevin. This one is not your typical Kevin Zambita blurb. This denotes the time when he and a bunch of his crew and, uh, Jolly R Blackburn from, uh, of Hackmaster fame all took a cruise together <laughs> yeah.
1: you know and the whole time i was reading this i was looking for and then we shit profusely from the norovirus <laughs> right? but all they said
0: was that oh they got a little bit of a cold and the food was disappointing and that was about yeah. it you know he also goes he talks about something interesting which should be note uh he says, "Hey, in RPG no, you know how adventurers in fantasy games sometimes find gold or silver bars? We got to examine a real one. It weighed 80 goddamn pounds." <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> Something to keep in mind, you know.
1: <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, as a GM, one of the problems that I frequently come to, and this is this is a me thing, but it could be a group thing. Who knows? And that is when I'm describing something and a player says, no, actually, what what's really is. And I'm like, no, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Stop it. Like, okay, in one of our last sessions, somebody, uh, I was like, oh, in the distance, you hear a coyote howling and someone's like, coyotes don't howl. Fuck you, my coyotes! How <laughs> this is a post-apocalyptic fucking wasteland, or or something? I just. Ah! <sighs> I just, I hate...
0: But actually...
1: There was this meme going around on Twitter of some... It's like a GM was like, okay, all around you, the night is encroaching. There's an impenetrable darkness. And then it's interrupted by one player goes, I I have night vision. It's 60 feet. And the GM's (laughs) like, just fucking let me finish.
0: (laughs) I've never been guilty of that in my life. I'm I'm laughing at all of you because I would never ever do such a thing at a table ever okay rant over uh it goes into uh what's coming next and coming attractions and i i should note that we did skip over an index that shows what's where in the uh in the book which is something that all all periodicals and all riffs things should have right 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 in the front
1: table of contents shows us what and not not just tells us what's coming. Like, you know, title-wise, but also, like, there's a paragraph dedicated to each one saying, Mm -hmm. okay, like, for example, page 102, Hammer of the Forge. And then it follows with saying, the next chapter in James M.G. Cannon's Phase World story. You know, it's nice. It's a nice touch. Yeah. I like it. But, yeah, coming attractions, what's coming up next? Okay, as we've done before, let's look through and see what actually happened and what didn't. Warlords happened, Mystic Russia happened, Australia happened, fantasy happened, teenage, yep, all, so far we're, oh, we're doing, good. oh, Rifts, no, Scotland, wait. oh, oh, that, oh, look, the grandpa, oh, 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 Old King, oh, no, yep, yeah, books that unfortunately never came to be that I wish did.
0: Mm. God, you know, I'm, I just don't know enough to know which one, what's Delphinius's Guide to the Megaverse?
1: I don't know that either, so I'm assuming it doesn't exist. It sounds like nursery Rip's version of uh, Aurora's Whole Realms Catalog, or oh, or it's uh, that's Heroes, so. it's Heroes Unlimited. Oh, oh, uh, yeah, so but yeah, then I know nothing about it.
0: And then it talks about something really freaking cool, which everyone listening to this should take part in this year. It's coming up not far from now. It's the Xmas surprise package. Like I don't know if anyone's seen it. Uh, maybe we'll drop the uh, drop the link in there. But uh, we did an unboxing video of what we what we got. And NPC was a total uh, a total chatty bro, and completely got us all Xmas surprise packages one year, and it was awesome. Uh, you you get way more than you pay for, <laughs> like significantly.
1: It is a fantastic deal. If you want, go back and listen to those episodes and watch our unboxing. It is one of the best deals, in my opinion. Tabletop role playing today,
0: and not only that, but I mean they actually. They actually do something for you. Like, they, they sign things. They, they show little pictures. They, they toss some fun stuff in there just for shits and giggles. I mean, they actually play Santa. And it's super sweet to get something from a massive company that actually gives a crap. And also,
1: they enjoy doing it. Yeah, Kevin sends out emails directly talking about how much he finds joy from assembling these packages and from signing these books and coming up with like clever things to put in a box. And I, I like that. I like giving other people joy. Yeah. And this time it talks about how this was only the second year here, 1998, how they did it in 97 and they didn't think they'd do it again. And he's talking about, is this a grand tradition? I don't know. Maybe it could be. Well, guess what, dear listener? It has been. 2020. <laughs> 2020. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This year in 2021, it's, what are we, 13? Thir- 23 years, 24 years of yeah. Christmas surprise packages. Thank you, Palladium.
0: We should probably get into the actual episode.
1: Yeah, well, <laughs> okay. Speaking of Palladium, the next section is stuff for the Palladium role-playing game, which I find curious. At to the top, it doesn't say Palladium Fantasy. It uses the old school first book font. Palladium role-playing
0: game. Oh, God, that just gives me a woody. I love it. And sadly, right under that, it says for official use in the Palladium Fantasy RPG 2nd Edition. <laughs> yeah, I
1: mean, this is 98.
0: By this 2nd Edition was huge.
1: But this is all like
0: adventure seeds for Western I, Empire. And they're good adventure seeds. Good. Now, this is something because, you know, this, it's not incredibly statted out stuff. Almost no stats at all. You You could use this... In any adventure, you could use this in writing a, a prequel novel. You could use a lot of this. One of the things that I, I find very interesting about uh, a lot of this kind of stuff, uh, how, how to write a campaign, how to write a compelling campaign, adventure seeds, some of the stuff they get into later in this episode, which mm-hmm. uh, la- later in this issue that we'll talk about, you're almost getting a basic training in how to write a good fantasy or, or any novel. Like a lot of the stuff they give you you could literally take and port into any any kind of speculative fiction.
1: Agreed. It's very agnostic or system agnostic at least. Like yeah. It is clearly focused towards role playing games, but the concept of the hook line and sinker is a very simple. It's a current situation followed by an opportunity for adventure, followed by the clincher to the line. And it's 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 a three-part storytelling setup. The three-part thing has been done and redone over and over in storytelling and role-playing games because it works. Yeah. And this is nine pages, nine straight pages of hook, line, and sinker plot seeds for the Palladium Fantasy role-playing game, all focused specifically... On one area of that game setting, the Western Empire, which I believe that book had just come out when this Rifter
0: came out, I love the Western Empire. Love it, Empire of Sin kind of thing. Some something else of note: they're not the only company who has done a hook line and sinker, or, or adventure hooks, or you know mm-hmm. any of that. Most of most of them have done it. Time. What is different is the length that they give each one. It's each, each one is easily half a page. We're talking. 10 paragraphs, I mean, and, and dense. It's the, the, These are fully formed ideas.
1: Following the last episode where I complained about long-windedness in a <laughs> Palladium book, this is where I love long-windedness. When you're talking about an adventure idea, when the author is telling the reader, the game master, whatever, when they're giving them story and they're giving them inspiration for... Fucking dude, take pages. I don't care how long your paragraphs are. I, I don't need 12 pages of, mecha- of mechanical notes for a single thing, but I love 12 pages of <laughs> story for just one setting of the game and, you know, in a magazine. This, this, is, yeah. this is back to classic Palladium. This is what I love the most about their older stuff. This is what Dungeon should have been. I mean,
0: or, or, or Dragon... Oh, Dragon, yeah. yeah or yeah, yeah. Dragon, yeah.
1: Early Dragon was a lot like this before they yeah. switched to all third edition all the time. Yeah. Mm.
0: We won't talk about that. <laughs> then it moves on to uh, one of my favorite things, Nights at the Dinner Table. It's a almost total total party kill. Yeah, love I mean, those. I, I love
1: the bags and the boxes on the head.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know. So they can't give anything away from their facial expression.
1: <laughs> you know, as a GM... I have had this time. I've run a game where players have had to not convey information to each other because mm-hmm. I wanted, you know, uh, one of those divide and conquer situations. Yeah. A lot like this one. And you're like, look, I know you and you're a very expressive person. Whereas everyone else I've brought back and told something can come back and sit. I just need you to stay outside and smoke a cigarette for <laughs> about a half hour or so while I deal with the rest of this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Then uh, it talks about uh, writing epic campaigns for Palladium Fantasy. But what they're giving you is, once again, a a masterclass in just writing itself. It features one of NPC's uh, favorite authors talking about uh, his favorite things, uh, you know, a birthday party.
1: (laughs) Do you mean Bill Coffin talking about game stuff? I do love Bill Coffin talking about game stuff.
0: (laughs) Th- these are these are these are great They're, they
1: really are just a lot of really good ideas for building an epic campaign they are heavily focused on fantasy mm-hmm. So so that's your thing this is going to be a gold mine for you it gives campaign ideas it talks about you know why you should do it. it talks about the things you consider and then it even has a section talking about ways that you might try to convince yourself not to and how to counter that and that yeah. is clever
0: what what I feel that they're doing is they're they're trying to they're, they're literally trying to bring the people playing their games to the next level. Like they're they're not just trying to sell you stuff. They're, they're 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 literally trying to make you better. You know they're they're trying to give you a sense of grandeur, a sense of story, a sense of timing, a flow. Uh, they're trying to make you literate. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 good stuff, and I'm I'm really glad that that they, they took the time over and over again in a variety of ways to not only market their product to you, which is what you see a ton of now, just in, in RPGs in general, but, but to improve the, the character and the knowledge base of the people playing them.
1: And I'm not going to lie. This article years ago, I've come back to many times. In fact, two separate campaign premises that I've run in the past I pulled from page 27. First, West versus everybody. I love mm-hmm. the Western Empire in Palladium Fantasy, and I love that everybody hates them. And you can use that in a campaign. The West sucks. They're dicks. They're going to conquer the <laughs> world, and you need to stop them. And I've used that before. The most recent one I've used, as recently as this year and last year, was everybody versus the old ones. They just didn't know it yet. no. I wonder what steve was doing Mm (laughs) anyway (laughs) this is several pages here like we're talking okay it starts on page 23 and ends on page 30 10 straight pages of just how to run a good campaign with ideas from palladium fantasy Mm -hmm. it's amazing stuff
0: and then for the player who's really butthurt that they did jump through the portal <laughs> that said
1: "Portal of Death," guy with bag on head number two. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they 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 talk about various things that can happen to characters after death. Palladium Fantasy is is not is not D anD. d There is no friendly friendly priest in every town. Uh, going, oh yeah, I can res. It, it's brutal, yeah. and there there are ways of continuing some thing like your character, but it may not be exactly what you were thinking. Yep. And this is this is a giant I mean it's it's not so much a a DM middle finger, but this is a giant like uh curveball that that a DM could could throw at you. And this would be a lot of fun. My two favorites from this.
1: Oh I know what one is. (laughs) I love The rag horror. The rag horror is insidious. I love the rag horror is just this piece of animated fabric infested with the soul of someone who died and is pissed off and wants revenge. And they're going to get revenge by slowly, very slowly working their way across the world and then strangling that
0: motherfucker in his sleep. (laughs) I love it. Do you remember when you asked us for um, bad spells? Give you asked us to, to write bad spells, and I, I wrote you about the the, yeah. the vengeance slug. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember this. <laughs> yeah. So that's what the rag horror reminds me of. <laughs> it's like, it, no, it was it was command slug, and the slug would do your bidding. But if you fucked up, this immortal slug would try and crawl up your nose.
1: <laughs> yeah. So the second one, and this is actually my favorite of the two.
0: Now... I'd
1: like to take a moment to thank Palladium for retweeting some of our stuff. Uh, We really appreciate it. It brings a lot of people in. And uh, to all the people brought in by Palladium's retweets, thank you for joining and listening and sticking around. The most recent retweet by the time that this launches was they retweeted our Enchanted Fucking Cauldron episode.
0: Oh.
1: Well, guess what? We're back to the Enchanted Cauldron. Mm -hmm. But this is an Enchanted Cauldron of Resurrection gone wrong. The Cauldron Terror. Yeah. It's awesome. (laughs) It is. It is yet another reason, in my opinion, why Palladium is metal as fuck. Yeah. 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 You want cauldrons? They got you
0: covered. (laughs) Literally covered. This is. I I read that and I knew. I knew that was going to (laughs) come up in this. I was like, I like cauldrons. You have such such a love for it. Yeah. And then a a few more. uh, Actually, not a few. Like several more. Yeah. And then it goes into something really fun. It goes into Nightbane. And yes. in typical Palladium style, they give you a little bit of poetry. And then, you know, just a complete world, you know, just, you know, for fun. Yeah. A, complete, a complete thing where beasts, their, their situations, their alliances, how they feel, how they feel about each other, how they feel about the world, how they feel about everything else. Here, have, have an entire little slice of this world. I, I fucking love when they do that.
1: This section is called The Tribes of the Moon and it talks about where creatures in Nightbane and if you've listened to our last two episodes, you should understand by now that when Palladium takes something classic, they always give mm-hmm. it their own special twist to make it unique. This is no exception. These are not your bitten and cursed by lycanthropy wear creatures that you might think of. This is an entire faction with centuries-old history. Nightbane is big on factions, and this mm-hmm. is no exception. This has history. This has, you know, Werewolf the Apocalypse-style clans, but they're their they're own thing. They're, they're actually very interesting and unique. They talk about their history and they there's some RCCs of different rare creature types
0: and OCCs
1: yeah new skills new powers just all kinds of really cool stuff if this is something that you're interested in you want to play a
0: tiger person in Nightbane this book has you covered and Rock Sasha again mm-hmm. I, I I love that every they they day they've they've made it to every system because that's that's a real thing from mythology in India, I want to say.
1: Yeah, I believe they are. I just can't, you know, I look at page 57 and my mind says, Kajita wheres if you have coin.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, what do you get? 40 pages of this? 20 pages of this? <laughs> you, this is really good lot. stuff. I yeah. mean, and once again, like this is, you, you could base your entire... Nightbane campaign off those 40 pages.
1: Basically 20 23 pages. pages. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. And you know, because that wasn't enough. Hey, let, let's uh let's give you some Archie. Deep. And <laughs> and Mechanoids.
1: We've kind of skirted around Archie, and we'll we'll get back to Archie in the big picture. This follows the mechanoids source book, which was, you know, Archie's big fuck-up, The Adventure, in which he accidentally summons the Mechanoids into rifts earth and bad things
0: happen (laughs) go back and see our mechanoids episodes if you haven't yet Uh,
1: and this talks about his post mechanoids machinations in north america i seem to remember you and i talking about coalition communications technology yeah and as part of that discussion we talked about how nobody had satellites yes archie now has a satellite one Mm -hmm. singular Satellite, but one more than anyone else on the planet. It's the one-eyed man in the land of the blind. I mean... Exactly. Yeah. And that itself, by itself, is terrifying. Yeah. Even more terrifying is what he does with it, and that is Titan Robotics. Dear listener, if you're just casually buying a Titan Robotics bit of armor, you might want to think twice about that, (laughs) unless you don't care about the genocidal artificial intelligence who's you know plans your funding
0: yeah you know maybe there's there's some weird stuff in this one we're we're not talking skellybots here we're we're talking people bots ju- juicer bots <laughs> we're, we're we're talking borg bots yep we're talking ti- we're talking new robots which i love i i honestly really really love the uh the TPA006 Titan heavy power armor mm-hmm. that that looks like something a lot of my characters would would just love. I actually really
1: like the art on page 81, which is for the TR-004. Oh, yeah. Now, normally, I don't like, you know, force engendered artwork when it comes to robots. Like, oh, it's a robot mm-hmm. with boobs or whatever. Here's the reason I like It's only because in the context, there is no detail whatsoever in the robot details of it being a female looking robot Mm -hmm. so in my mind that woman right there standing next to it she customized that to look that way
0: and that's why I like that armor I like it because it is a non-traditional it has a pretty decent dick for a female uh, piece of armor (laughs) I mean that's that's a big ass cannon there (laughs) yeah 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 and and i I like it because while it does have a pilot leaning against it, she's not doing it suggestively. In fact, she looks kind of angry as if something's broken and she's just taken a break before she gets back and fixes it,
1: yeah, yeah, and that little hook on the armor, its foot actually makes kind of yeah. a nice little sitting shelf. I like it, yeah, also, it kind of looks if you've ever watched Evangelion kinda looks like an Eva, yeah, kinda, yeah. Yeah, but we got more. We got, another you know, Dick Robot in the next page, and oh, not just a Dick
0: Robot, but a jet-powered <laughs> Dick Robot because that's where its groin is.
1: He looks a lot like Maximilian from uh, yeah, black from hole.
0: the, the black hole. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I tried to watch that again. Oh God, uh, it's
1: yeah. I just yeah. today, just today, introduced my friend to. Well, I didn't introduce her. I've already introduced her to the setting, but I introduced her to the. Intro movie, the pilot for Babylon 5. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. It did not age well. The show (laughs) aged a lot better than the pilot. Let's just say Mm -hmm. that.
0: Anyway, weapons. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, after that, you get some new weapons. And I'd like to say, I like these weapons. The damage is fairly standard for high-end weapons. Like, you're not going to find your your magic gun here. But you are going to find a lot of interesting niche weapons in here. And most of these
1: are robot and power armor-sized weapons. Mm -hmm. And Palladium games have a variety of weapons, especially in Rifts. And, you know, there's a handful out there that are good for people in robot suits or if they're a big bulky Borg. I love Mm -hmm. that they actually come out and focus on that. You know, they're like, robots need more love. Let's give them some hand weapons to use because all of them have hands. Let's give them
0: some more. But then... You also have Next, <laughs> but then, no, you hadn't. Something else
1: that I love about Palladium, especially Rifts, is that they have budget weapons. <laughs> yeah, Budget armor. <laughs> like, you know, mini games will just have a list of weapons or whatever and just call it good. List of armor, list of weapons, list mm-hmm. of vehicles, go forth and play. Palladium brings out manufacturers. They have histories. They have stories. And here... We are introduced to Chipwell. Chipwell
0: is armor the shitty coffee.
1: robot manufacturer.
0: <laughs> but yeah, this is this is the this is the DeWoo of. <laughs> of we just
1: lost Korea.
0: <laughs> no, I had a Daewoo, and I freaking love that car. But it was cheap. <laughs> Business is great for these dealers in low-end robotics. Their best customers are small towns and kingdoms without a lot of money to throw around, but have an immediate need for power armor protection. Small-time mercs also use Chipwell suits frequently. Among well-armed soldiers, they run about as much risk of dying of embarrassment as enemy fire.
1: But what I love is that it fills that spot in the lore where people talk, where the lore Mm -hmm. sometimes will talk about how even small towns might have like a couple suits of power armor. They might not have a freaking glitter boy hanging out in every small town you go to. But with companies like Chipwell making this budget equipment, You have more to fill in the lower tiers of, you know, Mm -hmm. scrap adventurers or the, you know, up and coming farmers who just can't afford anything but CAI 50V vampire
0: combat armor, you know, which has retractable wooden Wooden. claws (laughs) (laughs) and a squirt gun (laughs) and a squirt gun. I really wanted to see a a picture of the uh, CAI 75 Skyflyer. Sadly, there is no picture but I have this yeah. idea of this like ramshackle sky sled thing.
1: <laughs> that said, if you look on page eighty nine in the requisite page of advertisements for other pay- Palladium books, you have another Ramon Perez piece, which is it looks like a Samson that got juiced up with a steam. oh the Samus well the yeah. Samson the Northern Gun Samson power armor. It looks mm. like the Samson and that got like you know retrofitted with a steam locomotive <laughs> it's
0: awesome yeah it's pretty badass <laughs> oh man so and then we get into just an, an, a race of creatures uh just you know something else to drop in the evolved this is for riffs. it is the the master race of Tobork Ork. Tobork? Tobork. to Bork sounds like something a fucking Murloc would scream in World the of bark! <laughs> <laughs> so these are chicken monsters? <laughs> uh, apparently they're gargoyles. I yeah. don't know. They do look like
1: gargoyles. They look like gargoyles yeah. that have an extra pair of crab arms.
0: Yeah. You know, there's a lot of love when that crab arm gargoyle is looking up at his creator, though. I mean, look at that. That's like a puppy. That's like a murder yeah. puppy.
1: You know what I love about it? Is it's not angry, constipated battle art.
0: Yeah. It's not leaping. Yeah.
1: Well, the next guy is leaping.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he's just flying and like getting some wind in his armpit hair. He's cool. He's cool. You can tell because his legs are kind of together, you know, and not like impossibly far apart. (laughs) True,
1: true. What we have here is a creature that has multiple stages of evolution. Now, it
0: isn't clear
1: whether or not... A stage one can evolve to a stage five. I get the feeling from the way that this is written that it's like some mad scientists who created these guys and then kept creating new ones based on the old ones and just kept getting mm-hmm. better every time. Fucking by the time we get to the stage five, like look at yeah. that guy, page 95. It's like he's walking out of a sauna. He's about to just beat your face in.
0: He's yeah. Awesome. It reminds me of the reworked from uh, Warhammer 40K. Yeah. Uh, where where yeah. the where the, the, the chaos beasts are, are taken back in, like the captured humans are, are taken in and they're reworked and reprogrammed. And then if they do well, they're reworked again and they get bigger and they get badder and they get smarter and they get more fierce and fell and <laughs> I just snarfed and, and, and pure murder joy. We
1: again end the book
0: with a few chapters
1: from two different ongoing stories. The siege against tolkien and the ongoing hammer of the forge
0: Mm -hmm. yeah adverts adverts oh and some character sheets some new ones and that is cool because there's been a trend lately where you have to go to a website to get a character sheet and you have to scroll through their sales and all that kind of stuff and sometimes they don't even have it in books anymore and i i think it's just it's just nice it's a nice thing i approve and this on the whole is a nice rifter yeah, this is good.
1: This has a lot of good stuff, especially for fantasy and Nightbane, but a good amount for rifts, too. But very oh, yeah, I mean, it's, and it's, it's new Archer. I, uh,
0: Archie. Mm-hmm. Like it's. Yeah.
1: yeah. 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 It's It's got something at least nothing for heroes, nothing for ninjas, nothing for beyond the supernatural, but fantasy Nightbane and rifts. That's what you want here.
0: If I'm recalling correctly, uh, ninjas got the star treatment on the last one, though didn't they? In three? Oh yeah, all yeah. Of those martial arts styles. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that's that's Rifter number four. Once again, it's it's the beautiful thing about about Palladium. It's all still usable. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was it was written in '98. This one you said 98. '98. Yep. Yeah. October is when it came out. Oh, and yeah, you can still drop this in right now. Take that D and D version. Twelve or whatever the fuck you're on. Now.
1: <laughs> yep, yep. Try going back into the past and looking at older editions of Dragon or Dungeon, working yeah. that into your fifth-ed game. You're gonna have a lot of
0: a lot of work to do to retool things here. Yeah. Drag and drop, dude. Drag and drop. And then, of course, there's the checklist and order form. You know, we should we should do something about that one of these days. What? Fill one out and send it in. Fuck, man. I don't have. <laughs> I don't have ten grand. <laughs> however if you do want 10 grand i can be reached at
1: <laughs> if you'd like to support our podcast and matthew's game habit
0: <laughs> I send a bookcase with it jesus
1: <laughs> or go to our web store buy our stuff buy the things that we link buy our merch you know get yourself a nice glitter boy shirt they look pretty good
0: yeah it's it's boys if you ever wanted to strut around Looking like a Lisa Frank robot wet dream. We got you, fam.
1: I love that random people who have no idea what the hell I'm wearing still will see the shirt and say, cool shirt, man. Yeah. I love that. I do,
0: too. That's all I got. Yeah. uh, Rifter number four. You know what? Go into your friendly local game shop, wherever you happen to be, and ask for Palladium. Just try it. Ask where their section is. And if there's not a lot there... Ask them why. This is, this is one of the longest running games of all time. It, it should be there. If you're here listening to it, you like it. Do, it. do it like it deserves. Make sure it's in your shop. Ask for it. And then when it gets there, buy it. Rifter number four, bitches. See you next time.
1: <laughs> You've been listening to The Glitter Boys, a Palladium Books fan podcast. This closing music is Caravana by Philip Gross, available at freemusicarchive.org. All sound effects used are self-made or acquired via Creative Commons Zero License. If you like what you have heard, find us on Twitter and Facebook as The Glitter Boys. That's B-O-I-S. And check us out online at breakfastpuppies.com slash glitterboys. And also join us on the Breakfast Puppies Network Discord at breakfastpuppies.com slash discord. And if you want to help us out, please spread the word and help us build a community. Thanks again for listening. We'll catch you next time.